everyone, welcome to the Unity Podcast brought to you by Unibridge. I'm Yun Cheng, your host for today. Before we start, here's a little plug about Unibridge. We are a Singapore overseas education community aimed at bridging the information gap and bringing seniors and juniors closer together. If you'd like to join our community, please search us up on Instagram at unibridge underscore sg to find out more. On this episode of the podcast, we have invited Kai Wen, who has graduated from Imperial College London with a Bachelor's in Electrical and Electronic Engineering and is currently pursuing her Master's in Advanced Computing at Tsinghua University to share more about her university, um, overseas university journey. So welcome Kai Wen to our show today. Hi. Hello. Uh, maybe you can, you know, give a brief introduction about yourself. I, th- I thought you introduced quite well already. <laughs> uh, okay. So okay, so um, so I was from Hua Chong. I'm on a DSA scholarship. Then I went to Imperial, then Tsinghua. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically, and I'm quite a technical person. Yeah, so yeah. So how has your like overseas uni journey been so far? Definitely, I think it's a fruitful experience. Like I said, I don't mm-hmm. regret going overseas. Ah, mm-hmm. as in if uh if I'm sponsored, but then if I'm like I think if I'm like privately sponsored, right? Then like I think the money to benefit ratio is not that high. Like. I said, because I'm a technical person, right? So mm-hmm. mostly I spend my time studying and then like doing projects and kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll get like quite a good experience at NUS as well. Like. So before you embark on like, your overseas experience, right, you think about whether it's worth the money or not. Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if you're rich, then it doesn't matter. Like. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, correct, right? Yeah, because like if you study in US and mm-hmm. UK, it's like no joke one. Like, like the school fees is like sell. Like. Uh, but if you, I think it's like China or somewhere else, like Germany also, mm-hmm. I think it's free. Yeah, then it's okay. Like, like I think generally you get more when you go overseas. Like, not just for the... Actually, I think as an undergrad, right, it doesn't really matter the reputation of the university. As in, because mm-hmm. the quality of education you get, I think it's more or less the same mm-hmm. for different places. But then, like, it's not like, oh, the professor, like, published a lot of papers, right? That's an undergrad, you don't really experience that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't know that level yet, so it doesn't really matter to you. Lah. So mm-hmm. I feel like the most of the experience you get is, like, um, you know, the, the friends you make, the network you have, then, like, uh, the opportunities to, the opportunities you have lah, there. But then mm-hmm. like I guess in that case like NUS obviously you got more opportunities because you're a local student and you got more resources get towards you. Then as a overseas student in like because I was in Imperial last time and then like mm. all the like exchange or whatever like doesn't really go to you lah because they prioritize the I feel I feel like most mostly they prioritize the local students. Oh really? Like, that, that's the case. Yeah. Uh? It's not it's like I think there's no such thing as exchange. I don't really see people going for exchange. We have this thing called year abroad mm. in the fourth year. Mm. So like you can choose to do your last final year um somewhere else like in NUS or like mm-hmm. UC something yeah. But as in, I think it's also open to like international students uh. mm-hmm. But it's just that I feel most people also don't really take it lah for international students. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay, as in, I was on a three year program, so like it wasn't available for me also because three mm-hmm. years is too short for an exchange. Mm. Yeah. But in general um. Like I said, I would, if, I, if I was on a scholarship, I would be... I think I, I said, initially, I didn't really think about going overseas at the start also. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, all for like going to NUS, EE, and then like mm-hmm. doing my undergrad in NUS. Uh, then like, last minute, I applied to the UK one. So like, oh, and last but, minute, but I was like... Like, why, why, why the sudden change of mind? Because scholarship asked me to apply overseas. So I wasn't really like intending. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. So basically, like, you, you kind of chose your scholarship agency first. Before yeah. thinking about where you want to go study, la. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't really intending to go overseas, uh. Yeah. So, um, I guess because we, you know, we, we briefly mentioned about your scholarship, right? Maybe you can let everyone know, like, maybe which scholar you, I mean, which agency you are currently yeah, under. D star. A star. Yeah, yeah. So like you, you, you've always known like okay, like I'm gonna go, uh, like one of those technical agencies, 
comfort, like something that will support me doing engineering lah. Cause uh-huh. I know I, as I'm good at science and math, and like not say like I have super a lot of passion in that area. Just that I know it's something that is like lucrative. Then like also, <laughs> also I can do quite well in that area. Then uh-huh. like obviously go that area lah. And then if you ask me to do like law, has a humans, has a medicine, that kind of thing. Medicine is like cause I'm not very interested in like as I'm not a very people person. Then like not a very compassionate person also. Then do that kind of thing is like torture to uh-huh. me lah. Then like humans is like oh uh, yeah. Uh, no talent and no interest in humans also. Mm-hmm. So, like, engineering is the most safe option to go for people who are undecided. Mm-hmm. Then, actually, it's not like I want to go DSTA from the start. La. It's like, when I apply, I also applied to PSC, DSTA. Actually, I also applied for the... Actually, I went for, like, the SAF scholarship also, the DMP one. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the women's one. La. But mm-hmm. halfway through, as in, it's not like... Because I also were quite a um, sporty person. So, I was like, oh, yeah, army mm-hmm. should be okay. One, quite fun one. Then, like, mm-hmm. so I went to BMT and all that. La. Then, like, that's it's like I realized like the quite high requirement on like I don't know like personal charisma and then like because like they keep talking about oh, leading people and then like you have to listen to that kind of thing. And then uh. I was like, wow, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. I am more like I, I, when I applied, my role was I was applying for like an Air Force engineer role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just said so I went all the way through BMT. Then like um a few weeks into OCS, then I was like, wow, uh, this is no joke. Cannot, I cannot. Then I just quit, lor. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I said like it's not it's not like I know what to do from the start. I just like applied for various and then like yeah. mm-hmm. but I, was, I know from the start that I want to do engineering lah. So that's uh, something. Yeah. Okay. So like it's what, quite important. Huh? What what made you like eventually decide to go with uh, DSTA? So I applied for basically three scholarships lah, like PSC, DSTA, and the SAF one. Mm. Then didn't get the other two lor. Then oh. got DSTA lor. Then <laughs> sounds Yeah, yeah. I said because like DSTA also there was a lot of outreach. Um, in high school, like Nanyang and Huachong, mm-hmm. right? You know, like the all those science programs, right? So like I knew quite a few of the HR. Then like yeah, so as in they kind of like already keep me inside the like contact mailing list lah. So mm-hmm. like I just applied lor, yeah. Oh, I see, I see. So um, I guess my next question right is uh, why EE? <laughs> like you know there are oh. so many different types of engineering, right? Yeah, so, like, yeah, why yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Again, right, this is also parents young as in like um like the scholarship advice that I just oh. Yeah. So I know I want to do some sort of engineering la, because I quite good at physics and math. Mm-hmm. But you know now it's like in that um there's like different demands in the industry right now. La. Obviously electrical engineering is, is like the in the highest demand. Mm-hmm. And also like it's quite easy to move to computing. It's because there's a lot of software part in electrical engineering if you want to specialize in software. Mm-hmm. So it's like a more general version of computing before you want to go computing, like if comfort you want to go computing. So like it's a very good option for me now. Initially, I actually wanted to do Mac and not not because of any interest, because I feel like a lot of people are doing Mac and I thought it was like more uh job opportunities that kind of thing. Mm. So like, but after that, I found out that they were saying like, oh, mechanical structures, all these are quite like are really quite advanced already. Then like all the progress now is in the software and the whatever shit. I was like, oh, okay, okay, do electrical engineering lah. <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. I said like, I never thought of doing computing. I said I want to do computing, but then like, because mm-hmm. I also didn't do a lot of computing in the, I only only like dabbled in programming a bit like in JC lah. Then I was like, ayo, computing so hardcore, I probably cannot. Then like, so do EE lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and I'm, uh, I said like, I think that was one of the best options that I made lah. Cause I think I kind of enjoyed my curriculum a lot. Mm-hmm. Like quite hardcore lah, but hardcore is good lah. Cause I like studying also. Mm-hmm. Then like um, it's like a good combination of like theoretical math, physics with like practical like the lab stuff and then also got a lot of coding stuff so it's like getting the best of everything 
I feel like, in my curriculum. Mm. So that when I went to computing in masters, right, it wasn't very hard. Like, it wasn't like a very steep learning curve. Like, mm. like quite, because I did a lot. My foundation quite good um, in Imperial when I did EE. Oh, so I, I feel like yeah, anyone who's like interested in science and engineering, then science and math, right? Then like don't know what to do, right? Just do electrical engineering. I think confirm is called like <laughs> quite quite good one, yeah. It's like the but most tough, most general one, like. Yeah, most general one, yeah. yeah. But um, cause actually I I've I've talked to a few seniors about like you know studying engineering, and yeah. there was this one guy that I talked to who changed from mechanical engineering to EE. No, no, from oh, EE yeah. to mechanical engineering because oh, like really? yeah, because EE is like. To him, right, it's so abstract. Abstract, man. I don't know, eh. Like he, uh, he, he can't visualize like the, you know, the current flows, like different directions. It, like to him, everything is just damn abstract. But like for mechanical engineering, he feels like he, you know, he had, I don't know, see in real life, so to speak. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I guess in that sense, yes. I mean, it's a lot like on the micro level, like mm. all the integrated circuits, all these are on the very micro level. But okay, I mean, you imagine, man, you just know the formula and then you just. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate brainy person. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know when you applied for the UK, you applied um, pre- wait after A levels uh, or before A levels. After A levels, I think like in Jan- no um in January, in late January, cause like last May apply one uh, I think almost quite close to the deadline. Late the, January. The deadline like, was in January something, right? Is it? How I think so. Yeah. Oh. So you got you got your like you got your scholarship. Uh, acceptance in what December? How sounds it? Actually, I don't think it was that early. Oh no, the the one that advised me to go for the overseas right is the SAF people. Oh. When I was because at that time I was still in BMT mm. and then like still like in the process of like interviewing because I got quite a few rounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then they were telling me try to apply first, so I went to apply. So that that during that time I never get my DSTA yet. I think it's is it February or March. Then I got DSTA mm-hmm. offer. Yeah. I see, yeah. I see. So then, af- so then, like, before your scholarship ex- accept- acceptance, you already applied for UK already, lah? Yeah. Okay. So, um, like, what are the, you know, few schools that you applied for and, like, why ICL in particular? Oh, I said, it's not very impressive, isn't it? I just chose the top five in electrical engineering in the oh. UK. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, like, Imperial was, like, one of your top choices, lah? Because I never did any research at all, like, hmm. in overseas university, lah. So really just say pen Oh. It's so like yeah, yeah. But it's all like all five electrical engineering, right? Like your yeah, top five choice. Um you UK when you apply it's a unified system, quite easy to apply to everything. So you just mm. pretty much like a checkbox, you just check the universities and then you write one get a personal statement and then you submit. Mm. So cannot really choose a lot of majors. I think you can uh, but only one personal statement, so you have to contain everything inside. Then it's not very nice if you have a lot of diverse interests mm. when you apply. Yeah. I see. So, I know, you know, for Oxbridge, right, they have, like, interviews and stuff. Does ICR have interview for... Yeah, yeah. So, mine was online, or mm-hmm. um, It was pretty much, like, more technical interview, so, like, technical questions, mm-hmm. physics questions, math questions. Yeah. And were they, like, uh, particularly tough? Like, you know, like, what, what happens if you can't solve them during the interview or anything? I think more important is to show the thinking process, mm-hmm. like... If you kind of get stuck, right, then the interviewer will give you some tips. Uh. Um, okay, I think, okay, I, think, I kind of still remember my question because like, a lot of juniors asked me before. Mm. So one was about physics one. It's like some buoyancy question. I uh. can't re- remember the exact question, uh, but calculate some like buoyancy force kind of thing. Uh. Mm. Okay, the one I didn't have any problems. Uh. Then the other one was like, 
plot some graph, some sine sin graph, I think. Is it some some graph or that I never see the function before, like mm-hmm. sine x over x up. Then I was a bit as in I was going to like plot all the like plot all the individual points mm-hmm. and then join the points together on the curve. Like. Then he's he's like, Oh, this is taking too much time. Then they just give me some like tips to oh. that was like, okay, Lord, then let's do all. <laughs> but it wasn't yeah. I mean it's like pretty much A level stuff, lah. So like not that hard lah, the questions. But you just don't get stuck. So you just say something to show your thinking, even if your thinking is wrong, but they just say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see, yeah. I see. And, mm. So, um, you know, after you have spent like three years at ICL, right? Then like you talk with a few of your friends, like how is ICL kind of like different from the other universities in UK? Oh, the main thing is uh, the sing stock is damn, damn, damn strong. Sing- yeah. The Singaporean society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, okay, so one year, like I think maybe Different for every year, la, but my year mm. had like maybe 70, 80 people. Yeah. Ooh. So, yeah, okay. so it's a lot of Singaporeans. Then, like, I, okay, I feel like kind of wasted because I go in PO, right? It's like also hang out with Singaporeans. Then, like, <laughs> it's very home, like, it's like at home like that. La. Mm-hmm. So, like, you put each other, how say, oh, I'm a minority. Then, like, I, like, you don't feel, you don't feel alone, la, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest difference. Other unis also have a lot, but not as much as Singapore, uh, as, as Imperial. Then mm-hmm. there's a lot of activities also. Then like, go out together, travel together, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, what else for Imperial? Imperial obviously, uh, I mean, I heard people say that Imperial more hardcore la, for our engineering curriculum. And, mm-hmm. like, mainly for engineering, like compared to like UCL. Yeah, I think, then like compared to like Cambridge, Oxford, it's like Imperial also more um focused and technical. Because like, Cambridge, I thought you have to generalize first, right? Before you choose a specialized mm. engineering major. Yeah. So ours is like faster. Because like, all your courses are all like engineering courses. Mm. Like, all the modules are all engineering modules. We don't do like humans modules or whatever. So like kind of accelerated. Lor. Oh, so Oxbridge has like a few of those like humans mods also. I don't think they have humans also, but they have to do more generalized stuff at the start. Like a lot of like the physics, math foundation kind of thing. Mm. We just like start immediately into all the EE stuff like right in the first year. Okay, okay, I see, I see. Yeah. So like, um, how was your experience at ICL? Like in terms of, um, you know, the learning or like the the student life, the student clubs, things like that. Oh, there's a lot of, a lot of clubs. So what happens to me, right? Okay, um, it's like at the start, I always join a lot of things. Right? Like, mm. Small la, judo, badminton, squash, tennis, I'll draw everything, right? Then, like, in the fifth week, I was like, shit, I can, I got a lot of deadlines, then, like, do everything, just quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but there's a lot of things, if you want to really focus on, like, do a lot of sports or, like, be in a core, some some club, right? You can find your own community there, la. So, that's the good thing about Imperial, la. Mm-hmm. I, I was the badminton rep in Sing Sok. So, uh-huh. that was my main thing. Mm-hmm. Then, okay, I kind of regret, like, not really, I also tried for the badminton team in Imperial, but then, like, uh, I got into the one of them la, but then like yeah, we'll continue in way focus on studies too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh uh, then uh, what else? The study is just study la, obviously. Then also traveling. I think the best thing about the Imperial timetable, right, is that all the exams are the the heavyweight exams are at the end of the year. Like mm-hmm. there are three semesters. La. So first two semesters not that many deadlines. At least at least for my course. So the third semester, then all the exams come in. Like almost like exams determine almost almost eighty percent of our grade. So oh, like okay. yeah, first few semesters like the deadlines, small assignments are like you know ten percent, five percent that kind, very small. So it means like we can travel a lot in the first two semesters. Mm. Yeah, and like chill, like everything just chill at the back. So it's like can like very possible to like just weekend trip to somewhere else in Europe because London is quite central. Then just Ryanair to somewhere. It's like there's a lot of budget flights. <laughs> yeah, 
it's like oh five pounds ten pounds can like fly to Germany, fly to Paris. Oh five pounds ten pounds yeah. are so so cheap. Uh. Yeah, but the thing is the airport transfer is not that cheap. Uh. Oh, because usually the airport is like in some Ulu place, ma. Hmm. Then the like it's not that expensive also. Like if you take bus, it's like maybe ten to fifteen pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So quite as in like I'm not the, there's a people who, a lot of people who are quite like like sell on on traveling lah. So mm. like they just almost every weekend they just go somewhere lah. For me it's like maybe three four weekends like, I go somewhere kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. So like mostly you you go overseas with like the sing song people lah. Uh, I'm not one of the most active in sing song. Some like in the first year yes lah. Then after that like I mean I was more in the Chinese people gang like a lot of Chinese friends ah. So we uh, go together lah. Okay. Oh, this is so quite good as in. Cause they mostly full earth time also. It's like oh. very rich lah. Uh-huh. So like uh cannot go too much with them lah. So but it's like quite shit lah. Cause like, when they go they, they are like if they maybe it's like the luxurious kind and like mm-hmm. all the very like oh the very very nice baths and like all the sea view that kind of thing. Oh. But then, like yeah. So it's a new experience. And, yeah, so it's like go in pure it's like then go UK, go overseas, right? It's like meet a lot of rich people that you never really <laughs> never know that people can be this rich law. It's like crazy rich Asian, it's like uh-huh. real one no? Because like even as I know in Hajo and R I it's kinda so some people are just rich also, but it's like not very obvious that they are rich. Mm-hmm. And then when you're overseas, it's like quite obvious that it's like what they carry, all the like branded bags, everything. And then they, the food that they eat, right? The, the restaurants that they go, it's like, wow, it's like, wow. So it's like, it's like, it's like, yeah, I kind of feel. So wow. it's kind of a new experience. Yeah. How, how do you like manage to meet all these like full attack people? Was it like they are my classmates, ma. Oh, classmates. Yeah, my co- oh. Oh, I, uh, I spend like 80% of my time studying, I think. Mm-hmm. 90%. La. Yeah. Then, they call me Ta, of course, like, I, I say I get quite, very good grades, so like normally like we help each other with homework, so mm. like you can just make friends. So I feel like obviously got some like interest inside, like because mm. I like kind of useful, so like make friends, then just like, <laughs> like, 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 Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting experience, I guess. Yeah. Is that also like why you chose to go to Tsinghua? Like, you know, you have been oh. hanging out with so many like Chinese people, you're like, okay, like, let's go to Tsinghua and study. Initially, I I was really like quite just not sinophilic at the start. Really, so I quite I like China a lot, lah. Like even at the start, I also considered applying to Tsinghua for undergrad, lah. But mm. I was like, hey, engineering in Chinese really no joke, ah. Then mm. yeah, then never apply, lah. Uh, also like yeah, correct. Chinese friends also one of. So I still keep in contact with my Chinese friends, ah. Mm. So yeah, that's part of the reason also, lah. Cause got more Chinese friends. So I'm more like 跟他们比较 in sync. But like when you go over to study masters, right? Do they teach yeah. in Chinese or do they teach in English? So I mean, it depends on the program that you apply. Uh. Now, obviously, I chose an English uh, program. Uh. Oh, but it's the the profs are all like Chinese profs, uh, So sometimes got a bit of accent, but I think it's, generally they all like did their postdoc or maybe PhD even in the US or something. Mm. So like English is not a big problem. Like yeah. And then, like, for grad school, they also read all the papers in English. They have to publish papers in English. So, like, language is not uh, really an issue. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, there isn't... Like, quite funny, right? Mm-hmm. So, there isn't really, like, a language barrier per se, lah. As in, you still... You should still have good Chinese, la. Otherwise, you can't go, Because, like, a lot of the admin staff is in Chinese. Oh, okay. And okay. they have English... The English translation comes out very, very late. Or you just ask your friends to translate for you. Oh. So, because my batch, um, quite small, like... My advanced computing master's batch, maybe less than 20 people. <sighs> then some people, like, zero English. Like, there's a Brit, zero English one. Then, like, he came in, then he was, at the start, he was like, what the heck is going on, that kind of thing. <laughs> then we just help him translate, that kind of <laughs> thing. Yeah. But it's still important to know Chinese, because, like, as in, some of the lab profs, right, they generally, sometimes they don't want to take people who cannot speak Chinese, because, like, very mafan. Like, mm. when doing, like, lab meetings, lab discussions, 
Then although all the slides is in English, all the papers in English, right? They will just talk in Chinese about oh really like, yeah the research area lah yeah 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 oh. so it's quite quite interesting ah uh. yeah. So how has your experience been like like studying in Tsinghua? Tsinghua yeah oh so I haven't been to campus once so it's all remote. Mm. <laughs> uh, so right now I'm still at the stage of like taking coursework modules uh. mm. Um okay I mean another warning right like I also you should choose properly your master's program before you go in because uh. like. I know at the start that I'm not a very good, like, research person. Like, I'm good at, like, taking modules and learning stuff. Uh. Like, that means, mm-hmm. like, learning stuff that people already discovered. Like, I'm not good at, like, trying to pick up pieces from everywhere and then try to figure out something myself. Uh. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I applied for master's program, I applied to US or so. Mm-hmm. Like, for ECE. But it's all, like, course of master's. Then China one is, like, because this was the only English program, the shortest English program that I could find. Uh. So I just applied to Tsinghua also. Uh. Mm. But I didn't really realize that it was a research master's when I applied. Because like, you know, the information quite sketchy online. Uh. There wasn't a lot mm. of information about the master's. And I couldn't find a lot of seniors to talk to. After, I think I'm the first Singaporean in this in this um computing program mm. at Tsinghua. Actually, it's like, I think it's about 10 years old already. Uh, but I think I was the first Singaporean. And then that's why like nobody to ask also. Uh. So I just mm. civil civil apply then yeah, then home, like maybe like in the first time that I realized that, huh? Need to write thesis, need to publish paper, need oh to defend dissertation, that kind of thing. I'm like, huh, this is a PhD, has this is a master's. It's like in my impression, I thought master's is like, oh, just take more modules, then yeah, maybe yeah. like got some research project, like, like FYP like that, right? Like mm-hmm. it's like part of a module. So that's why that's that was what I thought when I went in. Uh, that was after that they were like, oh, because it's not important, like, just pass can already. Then the most important thing is to uh get write a good thesis and then like if your professor thinks you can pass, then you can pass, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I was like Wow, oh wow. my god then uh, so that's why now it's a, my big problem is like uh, I haven't found my research direction also la. since mm-hmm. I found a prof already but uh, yeah just me I haven't found research direction but then mm-hmm. like otherwise the coursework part is still quite okay la. like I overloading a lot cause like in Imperial the bad thing is like you want to overload right but you don't let you overload cause like you can only take a decent amount of modules mm-hmm. yeah but then in Tsinghua it's like oh there's no, I was like, so much recommended amount of modules to take every term. Then they're like, oh, no recommend. I think you guys also, you guys also like that. La. They were like, no mm. recommendation. So like, just take whatever you can. So like, first time I just took like seven modules. Wow. I was like, shit, I take too, too many already. But I said, okay, la, not too many. La. I still can handle. But it's, it's like, everyday just study. La, but also quite fun. Even like, remote studying, I think mean, do also. So just study mm. everyday. Yeah. Then this time I'm taking four modules. So it's like, because it's computing, advanced computing, so they're they marketing, marketing themselves as like a lot of AI stuff. Because Tsinghua also quite strong in AI. Mm-hmm. And like, especially NLP, like natural language processing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, I can just say, can I say the modules that I took. So last time I did, um, last time there was a lot of AI stuff, but I took like distributed systems, mm. algorithms and data structures, like standard foundational thing. And machine learning also quite standard. Then, um, advanced networks which is more like using ml using machine learning to um detect like anomalies in internet operations mm-hmm. more advanced multimeter technology which is like actually this is quite uh advanced multimeter technology is like my research area also mm-hmm. i haven't figured out what i want to do it's like video compression stuff um converted vision like how to enhance images mm-hmm. videos kind of thing yeah and then like also need to take um like chinese modules are like small Chinese history and culture. Oh, you need to think it's Chinese. like compulsory general modules, lah. Yeah, we have to take mm. for. But also, I just chill, lah. But I know my GPA, um, like everything is like all perfect except for the Chinese modules, lah. Oh so my. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but then okay, lah. 
<laughs> not that important also mm. for like graduate school. Yeah. So it's like, I think the biggest, the biggest, biggest shock that I came into this program is like, like I said, was the research part. Of course, like, I didn't really know what graduate school meant. I, said, I know that for sure I cannot do PhD, so I never applied for PhD. Mm. But then like, um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't think that this, this is going to be so research-heavy, then, but then it is. La, so I need to find some way to like get into the mood for being a research student. Mm. Otherwise, I think, yeah, so I think it's a, before you sit there, sit there, like, you know, any, like apply for a master's program, you think about what you want. Because mm. initially, I was like, I know at the start, like, that I want to apply for master's, like, cut imperial to three years, then go to do master's somewhere else. Mm. But I didn't really realize what I want, because like, this is what most people did, so that's why I'll, I'll just follow. La. Mm. But I think I could have just done as well if I did four years at imperial. Yeah. Four years as in four years that, bachelor's? Um, there's uh, direct master's in Imperial. Oh. So normally most people do the direct master's program. So um, I was initially on a direct master's program then I just cut to three years. Cut, not, cut, not necessarily I compressed to three years. Like, mm. I just stopped at three years then I moved to somewhere else. Because you wanted like you wanted to try out like the Tsinghua master's is it or? Uh, as in more like just try new environment or, mm. as in because yeah. I can then might as well try in oh. somewhere else also. Yeah. Um and in like in Tsinghua right like most of your course mates are they from China or like a mix of international students? Okay, so my program right is totally for international students only. Oh, so hundred percent okay. international. Quite quite interesting I said like I think all like vibe quite well la. So mm-hmm. okay, I'll just say the I'll just say the composition. Like okay, firstly, uh, computing like EE also very few goals la. I think there's only mm-hmm. like two or three goals in the entire program. Mm. Um, then like, uh. There is, there's a guy from, okay, we say everyone is quite alone. Uh. There's a guy from Iran. There's a guy, there's a girl from Uganda, Whoa. Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Then like uh, Germany, Portugal, France. Mm-hmm. So some of them, I think maybe like one third, no, one quarter is like pure Angmore kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then the others are like people like us, like mm-hmm. kind of like Chinese ethnicity, but then like living overseas. I like got US ones, got Malaysia, Philippines. Indonesia, yeah. Oh, so it's quite diverse. Then like people just come in alone uh, without like other people of other nationalities. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you like that. <laughs> yeah, like me like that. Uh. I just like oh alone. Uh. But the Malaysian got two Malaysians, so like same same. Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh. Mm. But uh generally, because they quite most of them are from competing background, then usually when they apply, they're quite strong also uh, in what they do. Mm-hmm. So like I at the start I was like a bit like, wow, so much. I was like, mm-hmm. I cannot I, I was like a bit like struggling a bit but after that it's like they're quite, they're quite helpful so, so like generally study together then I help each other out so it's quite nice yeah. oh actually that, that's um, quite a good point that you made like just wondering right like how was the transition like between like EE and then like going into advanced oh. computing uh so comfort at the start it's not that easy lah um what did I what was hard so like there was a lot of new frameworks that I need to learn mm. okay so um in undergrad they never teach Python, la, but I think pretty much everybody will learn a bit of Python themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, in undergrad EE, I did C++, so that's uh, pretty much the main exposure to programming that I had. Mm-hmm. But I also did stuff myself, la, so it wasn't that hard. When I went to computing, the it's like, in EE, obviously, computing assignment is there's only like one, maybe one computing module per term, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then like, assignments are quite spread out. La. Then when I went to grad school for all the modules, la, it was like, wow. One week, one week, one week programming assignment for every module, that kind of thing. Then I was like, whole day is like program, write, 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 So I was like, a bit not used to it, because I never really programmed that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but everything is quite structured, law. So eventually, you just get used to the pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then like it helps a lot when other people try the assignment already. Then they tell you like, oh, don't do this thing, don't do this thing. Then you do <laughs> follow some other advice. Mm-hmm. Then uh, it's, it gets a lot smoother. Yeah. Uh, for me, the hardest part was like learning new framework and ideas, like. 
okay, the good thing was like at the start I already quite used to getting uh using like Linux and Ubuntu. So like that was a lot more confident than mm. rest of the people. Yeah, then like learning how to use remote servers because we need to um because we are remote studying, we also need to use the lab resources from the lab, that kind of mm. thing. So that was something that I had trouble with at the start also. Yeah. Mm. Then um also like a lot of modules, different languages, different um programming environments, right? So a mm. lot of conflicting packages. So you need to learn how to set up the different environments, uh, like using Docker containers, Kubernetes, mm. that kind of thing. So that was like, as I was like, I didn't really have this concept in my head also. Then, yeah, after that, like, oh, okay, everyone taught me what was the best practice to do and then just follow. Mm. Also, a lot of people already know, like, what's the best practice for a lot of things, uh, like programming. But then I didn't really have that kind of foundation. Mm. So, like, but after asking people, then they will recommend this, recommend that, like, oh, it's a code editor, and how, like, it's like a compiler, that kind of thing. Yeah. They just, oh, just follow them. And so everyone's like, just very helpful, la, so they will help yeah, you, get, yeah. get you along. So, I that's like a batch. Mm. Yeah. But like, what what would you say like is the biggest difference between ICL and uh, Tsinghua? Like in terms of like, I guess the teaching methodology or like just the people around you, any like difference that you observe? Also, again, I also don't know whether it's only for my experience, but hmm. definitely I'm, even though I was at Tsinghua only for like one semester, right, I feel I already made more friends than when I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Because I was also quite lonely in Pure, I just like study my own thing. Then I can finish everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then at Tsinghua, it's like, cannot one. Like the project, like I do alone, right? I will die one. So like, mm-hmm. got a lot of help from other people. Then help each other out. Lah. Yeah. So that's the one thing. I mean, it's also because it was harder at, at Tsinghua. So like, mm-hmm. I cannot do without other people. So mm-hmm. that forced me to help. But it's, in Pure, it's like, I think also like cause okay the thing is in Pure like everyone has their own cliques also la. got Singaporean clique got oh I was also the only Singaporean in Pure as in not only Singaporean like in our EE department we have like electrical electronic engineering and electrical information engineering mm. so one is more oriented to the hardware side one is more to the software side mm-hmm. I was in electrical electronic engineering so the more hardware side mm-hmm. so that in that side I was the only Singaporean also la. So um yeah then like I that's why I, I had I normally study with my Malaysian and Chinese friends okay I think it's that's also another problem of myself like, I should have interacted more with the <laughs> local people but also never I said like actually, I don't I don't think I can uh, but yeah it's more like Asian person also just uh, don't really feel that kind of like chemistry also like when we study together like a lot of people also don't really focus that much on study then like mm. yeah like it's like when it's only good to study together when like everyone is both of the same like aim and both motivated and driven. Mm. Then in Tsinghua, it's like everyone graduate students, they all know what they want. They all very like on task lah. So it's a lot easier to communicate. Everyone is like quite hyong kind. Oh yeah. And the mm. hyongness lah, it's like them hyong. I was like, how why the Portugal guys so hyong? Isn't I'm not supposed to be very like <laughs> chill and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they all more hyong than me. Then I was like, I'll say like the kind of thing lah. Then in Pure, it's like, um, okay, some people are hyong lah, but a lot of people are quite chill also mm. compared to me. Yeah. Okay, I see, I see. So I guess like, you can also say like it's a kind of like undergraduate versus master's mentality, right? Maybe. I don't know whether US is it like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I see, I see. Then teaching style, I think not much different. I think the teaching also, yeah, I think teaching, as in learning is all like cultivate one. Mm. Like lecture is still teach. So I think quality is all both there. I think the quality is all quite good mm. on both sides. Yeah. But you must just learn yourself also. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I see, I see. So, um, I guess uh, we can, you know, move on from kind of like the school stuff to more of like your your internship and work experiences. Just a briefly, briefly mention, like, because I, I know you can't really share much about yeah. like the stuff that you have done. But like, in general, how was your internship experience like as a, like a, a, a more technical person? Yeah. 
Okay, so I know other people who like try different places and like, yeah, but I just did all my internships like pretty much every year at DSTA. Mm-hmm. So like went to different departments. Uh. Cannot say a lot of things. Uh. I said, mm-hmm. but basically, most of my internship experience are uh, not really like working. It's like doing more research projects. Mm-hmm. And then like we have mentors, we have resources. Uh. So uh, I think that's a good thing about doing my internship. Uh. I said, it works for me because like, it's like learning new stuff. So most of my Python whatever I also learn from there. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we mostly did a lot of like deep learning stuff, AI stuff for different applications. Ooh. Like in the literary domain. So like even though you're studying EE, but when you like when you come to DSDA to intern, they will like make you do like com science, uh, like com like coding stuff. Because that is the easiest thing. Uh, like as in, what they make you touch the hardware, as in, touch all the radars and all oh, yeah, that's true, they, uh. they let you do. Uh, yeah. And, like, True, true. That's the easiest thing to do for like, people who don't have enough security classification. Mm-hmm. Then, and also ML quite easy to pick up one. Uh. Like a lot of frameworks online to learn. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's not that hard. I feel like a lot of people come in also, all the EE and comp science people all do like deep, deep learning stuff for internship. Oh, yeah, okay. mostly. Then, I think the Mac Edge people will do something else. La. Like modeling or something like Simulation mm-hmm. modeling, that kind. Yeah. Okay. So like that. Yeah. Oh, and I realized that, you know, other, apart from your internship, right, you were like a TA. Oh, yeah. Like a period of time. Like, how was that experience like? As in, you meet more juniors, lor, then you see what the juniors do. Mm. Um, also, like, kind of revise what you learn also. It's more like, yeah, really that's it. Lor. Um, What experience? As in, Convent is quite, also, it's quite a chill job. Mm. And because, like, a lot, of, a lot of stuff you learn before, so then it's quite easy to teach other people. Yeah, I also made quite a lot of junior friends through being a TA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lab one was more was a bit more challenging because like uh, I have to handle more stuff la. like equipment stuff then like uh, people ask more difficult questions during lab also mm-hmm. yeah. I see, I see So like, you know, in general after you, after your whole overseas uni experience right, if you just look back at like maybe five, four or five years ago when you were, you know, still A-levels what kind of advice will you give yourself? Okay, a lot of people will tell me, right, Ay, you, you never really make good use of your university education, right? Because I like, so never, let's say never like, network very, I never network very well, so never like, make a lot of like, I'm more friends, or like, mm. go to a lot of places, that kind of thing. But then I was like, because I was, okay, if I'm very, very smart, right, then I can assure my grades are very good without like, and then, and then still go out and then do a lot of other things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, some more like, organize seminars, like leadership stuff, other stuff, right? I also do that, la, but then like, you know, you need to, you know. Like for me, like always getting good grades also like one of my priorities. Uh. So so it will pave your path for a lot of stuff in the future. Like applying for masters is quite easy because like you have good grades. Uh. Mm-hmm. So like I don't think I could make a lot of difference from what I did in the past. Advice wise, like as in remember like remember what is a priority. Uh. Like don't just see every people everyone just go travel and go play, then you just also go travel and go play. Like know what's important to you. Uh. Mm-hmm. Um but I also think that I kind of study too much. Uh. I feel like I should have, like, it would be good if I stayed to one club and then, like, stayed throughout my years in Imperial. That would be, like, damn cool. Because mm-hmm. I realized, I think what I did for extracurricular activities, right, also I didn't do some more Okay. I almost stayed, at, I wanted to stay at Judo for quite long. So I went for a competition. Because I didn't do Judo at all. Then I went to Judo in Imperial. Mm-hmm. Then I went to a competition. Then, like, that was, like, so I managed to last for one term. After that, next time I was, like, Wow, I cannot really do so much work. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then like yeah, I should have yeah, I think I've made, I've made more friends, more lasting friends and like learn a proper skill if I lasted in one at least one club. Mm-hmm. Oh, what else? Also like leveraging resources in the university. Like, I feel like 
quite wasted because like Imperial is such a good university, good research university also. Then I never do a lot of research collaborations with my prof also. Then my prof also don't really remember me or whatever lah. So like, mm. if I had like did more personal projects and I like, collaborated with more profs, like, ask them for like more because you can actually just ask them for like opportunities to work with them for some project or whatever. Mm. So but like, I didn't lah, cause I mean cause lazy and then like also got a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah. So I think quite wasted lah. But in general, it's still good, lah. Like you know, you graduated with top grades. You are in Tsinghua now, and then when you come back, you 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 have a kind of a stable job with DSD. So I guess it all worked out. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. The thing is, when you have a scholarship, then you also okay. Yeah, maybe not not for other people, lah. For me, it's like I work so hard for what to do. You think just like you know, get your grades, then like uh, go back and work. That's just how we do it. I don't need to mm-hmm. like apply here, apply there, then like yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. But I- it depends on you, lah. Cause I'm not a very mm-hmm. ambitious person. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I think that's quite a good way to like kind of, kind of wrap up our podcast today. La. So, you know, any oh, okay. last words you want to like share with our audience today about, you know, studying overseas, applying overseas, things like that? Oh, uh, not really. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you enjoy your time there, la, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't regret. La. It's uh, definitely quite fun. La. But, I mean, before you, you okay, think about whether you want an overseas experience or not, then like, mm-hmm. when you go there, you also like, Think about what is the what is worth doing lah, what is not worth doing, yeah. Because mm-hmm. time quite important. Mm-hmm. I see, yeah. I see. Great, great. Um, so yeah, to our audience, um, if you would like to hear more of these stories, be sure to stay tuned to our future episodes of Unity. And if you'd like to connect with more seniors and learn more about all things related to studying overseas, do feel free to join our Unibridge community on Telegram. You can find the link to our Telegram group on our Instagram page at Unibridge underscore SG. So be sure to give us a follow. So thank you so much, Kaiwen. Um, and we'll okay, see you guys you. again in the next episode of our podcast. Bye. Bye. All the best. All the best. <laughs>